Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Valentine Aceo. And Valentine, you are the founder and CEO of Matador Meggings, a company that you started just a year ago, and you're already going through this is a pretty exciting growth. Uh, and first off, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. So first off, uh, your website is Matador Megging. So Matador, just like a, you know, the, the Matador fighter. with the bulls and, and that sort of thing. And uh, that's the website. And so people can see what it is that we're talking about. But essentially what we're talking about is athletic leggings for men, right? Correct. Well, how did you come up with the idea? Is this something you, did you see this or did you just like, you know what we need as men, we need leggings. Is, was that the foundation for, or how did you come up with the idea? That's exactly what happened. So five years ago, um, I got my yoga teacher training certification and the first class I found myself with any women in yoga pants. And I was the only person in the room who couldn't or didn't wear yoga pants as a guy, because otherwise it's pretty pornographic, right? Like the leggings are very tight and leaves nothing to imagination. Right. And also they're not very functional. Women carry purses, so they don't need pockets. But uh, so basically what I did is uh, that day I said to myself, surely someone needs to be producing these, like, you know, the big brands, big athletic wear brands, and they did not. So I said, I don't have to reinvent the wheel. I'm just going to build a better one. So I re-engineered um, men's, the leggings, the concept of leggings for the male anatomy, basically mm -hmm. um, added a cup in the crutch area so that you can see the outline of the genitals. I added right. a lot of you, pockets. You call it, by the way, Valentine, you call it no VPL technology. <laughs> Correct. Yes. And for our listeners, VPL stands for visible penis line. <laughs> And the technology, our trademark technology is that um, it conceals your goodies um, so people can't tell your religion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and another thing that I love doing is I love going for a run. And when I run um, by the water, I like taking my shirt off and then I end up holding that shirt for an hour. So I added a mm. um, loop at the back so that you can um, place your shirt when you go for a run or if you're at the gym. You can um, put your towel through that loop so that you don't have to carry your towel from one station to another. So basically, um, this is leggings on um, steroids, yeah. functionality-wise and quality-wise. And you have uh, a, a functional pocket that's kind of built into it as well. So uh, having run a couple of marathons, done a bunch of half marathons, I, I really enjoyed a, a bike. Uh, I mean, this seems, if we think about function. And so Valentine, I think what you've really created here is, is an extremely functional piece of athletic wear here. I mean, it's, if we think of like everything that you really want in order to make sure that you have maximum performance and it's convenient, it's comfortable, it does what it's supposed to do. 
um, it's it's really to me seems like you, you kind of just rethought what we're wearing and like wait a minute that doesn't make sense. If you're out running, you don't necessarily want these big baggy shorts. I mean, I wear running shorts and whatever, but um, tell me, talk to me about the advantage just as someone is obviously you're a consumer of this product. Mm-hmm. How does this help from a performance standpoint or how is it more convenient to wear uh, leggings as opposed to like basketball shorts or something? Definitely. So compression pants, also known as leggings, yoga mm-hmm. pants, they're all the same. Compression pants are proven, like scientifically proven to benefit um, the benefit you when you work out. It, um, it activates those um, minor muscles on, on your legs. And um, also, it really like, there's also a psychological element to it, which is not scientifically yeah. proven, but I see it on myself. Like when you wear those leggings, you feel yourself like a superhero, yeah. right? Like most, most superheroes wear those leggings. But when it comes to our um, current society, leggings are associated with, you know, women's clothing and may, some people may find them feminine. So with Matador Meggings, I want to reclaim our masculinity and like tell people that comfort comes first. Um, when yoga pants became a thing for women like 10 years ago, they mm-hmm. used to wear it only to yoga. Now they wear it to anywhere and everywhere to from Sunday brunch to shopping yeah. to sometimes yeah. night out, right? And yeah. men's fashion and men's world follow typically women's world five to 10 years behind. So we're Mm. catching up on this trend. It definitely enhances your performance, especially if you're working out your legs. When you walk, uh, when you walk on the street or run a marathon, it definitely enhances the activity that you're doing. Mm. Um, Another um, value that we bring is um, leggings is probably the number one category in athletic wear and athleisure for most giant brands. But when you walk into the store, all you have is black, gray, navy, and sometimes white. So it's all these boring colors. And if you want fun fun patterns, you need to go to Amazon and buy those Chinese um, leggings for $9.99, but then they feel like nylon and plasticky and and your your skin starts itching. So what Matador Maggings did is um, basically bringing best of both worlds together. It's the Mm -hmm. performance and quality and functionality of um, these premium brands combined with fun patterns, um, amazing prints and bold colors. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, if you're going to be working out, it's it's much more fun to feel like uh, a superhero. Like a superhero. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I say hashtag unleash your superhero. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Okay, so you come up with the great idea, and what's your what's your how do you market this? That's great. Um, so, as an e-commerce company, I heavily rely on um, digital advertising. Um, I worked at Facebook for eight years prior to that, so I really have a good understanding of online advertising. So Facebook and Instagram platforms are the bread and butter for any e-commerce company. They're great for demand generation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a guy who never owned a pair of leggings or you have leggings from other brands, um, I rely on Facebook to reach out to you and communicate and say, hey, this is my product. 
this is the value proposition, this is the price point. If you like it, come over to my website. So this is demand generation. When it comes to demand fulfillment, of course, we're looking at Google, um, Bing, Yahoo, basically search ads, display ads, um, shopping ads. Um, and these are great tools for demand fulfillment. Here, I'm not necessarily creating the demand. Someone goes to Google or Bing or Yahoo um, searching for men's athletic wear, men's compression pants, leggings, things like that. And then they see my ads and they land. Mm. Um, these are the top two ways. Of course, there are many other ways. For example, um, affiliate marketing is really big for e-commerce companies. Um, that's basically when you have all these alliances with um, websites, publishers, influencers, and um, it's based on revenue share um, so that people are willing to distribute your links and send people to your website. Um, PR is really important. Um, we officially launched um, right around Black Friday. And since then, um, we made an appearance on many articles and the magazines. And that obviously generated a lot of organic traffic to the website. Yeah. So as an entrepreneur, if your business is, um, and not, I was going to say if you have an e-commerce business, but I take it back, like any kind of business benefits a lot from organic reach, especially when it comes to um, shopping. Um, research shows that um, consumers need to be exposed to your brand for around like seven to 12 times at least before they make oh, a yeah. purchase decision. So that means you can't just rely on one single Facebook ad and expect people to click on it and purchase something right away. No, you have, first they need to see you maybe on Facebook or somewhere else. Then they need to see your name again on a piece of article on a men's um, fitness magazine. And then they need to see you again and then maybe they search for you and then they find you. So the goal here is to increase the number of touch points as much as you can. Yeah. Um, so it, in the beginning here, um, I know that you you really came up with some good there are some things that you did well and probably some things that in hindsight you would have <laughs> tweaked a little bit. Um, and, and you had, you had a, yeah. kind of a list, right, of, of things that you, you share with other business owners. Say, listen, learn from my experience. Here's what I did and here's what I wish I did. What yeah. are some of those tips? Definitely. Um, the first one is, I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, don't try to reinvent the wheel just build a better one. I wanted to become an entrepreneur all my life. I come from an entrepreneurial family, my dad, my sister, my mom. And I felt like I was stuck in corporate America working for these giant companies and never had the courage to start my own business, mm. particularly because I thought I didn't have an idea. I thought I did not have a million dollar idea. I spent a decade of my life trying to find a brand new product like Uber or yeah. Airbnb or one of those products that changed um, humanity, I'm going to say. Well, guess what? That idea never came to my mind and I wasted all these years. Only when I went to this yoga class and I had this life experience, I said to myself, wait a sec, I don't need to invent the wheel. I just need to build a better one. If you look as an entrepreneur, if you look around you, for example, I'm sitting in my living room right now and I look around, there's kettle, there is TV, there's clothing, everything needs improvement. There's room for improvement in every single product that you use. So 
take one of them, some ideally something that you're passionate about and you use a lot, and then see how you can improve it. So that is probably um, one of the things um, that I learned. Mm. If you want, I can give you more. Yep, keep going. Of course. The second big mistake I did, um, and I'm telling you this based on my mistake, dear entrepreneur, don't try to be everything to everyone. So I came up with this idea and said, oh, why don't I create a meggings brand? In other words, men's leggings. I should have stopped right there and came up with the perfect product and launch it. But being an overzealous person myself, I said, you know what? I should have a top collection. And then now I have 18 different tops from tank tops, t-shirts to hoodies Mm. in my top collection. I said, I'm going to do joggers too. Now I have a joggers collection. There's like 26 of them. And then I have accessories. So what happened is I spent an entire year putting together this full-fledged brand, an entire collection. And it, to give you an idea, like designing or developing a mobile app or designing and developing clothing, there it's the same workflow. It, it takes a couple of weeks to a couple of months. So if I decided to make only meggings, it would have taken me maybe like three, four months. I would mm-hmm. launch my brand, start building an audience and customer base, and raise more capital. And then over time, I'd be like, you know what? I have a good customer base. Let me integrate joggers. Let me add tops. It's been a year or two. I think it's time for accessories. So that would have um, be helpful to speed things up. And then so that I can um, learn better, gain more momentum and move faster. But I thought I wanted to be everything to everyone. I wanted people to come Uh, to my website and then buy everything. See, if you're one of those big um, fitness brands, and I'm not going to give you names, but of course, we all know what, <laughs> where you shop for your, um, you know, your joggers or your um, basketball shoes or your, you know, shorts or tank top. If you go to one of those brands, you will find everything because yeah. they've been around for 100 years. They can afford to be everything to everyone. Mm. But as an entrepreneur, you cannot. So, don't try to appeal to my mistake was I'm going to target all men in the States and I'm going to offer everything they need to work out. That was a big mistake. Instead, I should have said, I'm going to have one product or maybe two. And this is my niche that I'm going to go after. Once I um, mastered that audience with my product, I can gradually expand my audience as well as my product portfolio. So that was the second mistake that I did. Yeah, which right. I, I beg you, don't do it. <laughs> what, one I, more. And then, unfortunately, we're going to, yeah, just one more. And then sure. uh, let's make sure people know where to find you and, and of uh, course. They, can, uh, they, they can start training, as, training like a superhero. Definitely. So the third one is probably the biggest mistake I made, uh-huh. which is start marketing early. See, mm-hmm. I launched my brand um, over a little bit over a year ago. And I said, well, I don't have a product. I don't have anything to share. I don't have anything to communicate. So I waited for six to nine months to actually start, have the prototypes, start, build the website. And um, December 1st, I opened my store and I launched my Instagram account and I started running ads. I had zero customers waiting for me. I had zero followers on Facebook or Instagram. Everything was new. So I started from nothing. 
had I known what I know now, what I would do is create a website, a one single page, one landing page website Mm -hmm. a year ago, and then explain people what I'm building. And then maybe put a link to sign up so that people would um, sign up to my newsletter and they would know when the product is ready. You know, think about it like a Kickstarter campaign or um, one of those campaigns where people market it with no product in hand. So I should have done that. I could start my Instagram account and Facebook account um, early on and then put maybe stock photos and generic photos, even though I don't have anything to show people, I could start um, the hype. So for example, it's been three months since I've been in business and now we have um, 10,000 followers on Instagram. Ah. It took us three whole months to gather 10,000 people, which is a big success, but yeah, what would happen great. if I what would happen if I started my Instagram account a year ago yeah. and started the hype? Yeah, so right, December share all the behind the scenes stuff, you know, all that stuff. Exactly. People love that. Maybe like the production, maybe show yep. people the sketches. Oh gosh, the yes. Yeah. And what would happen, Josh, is on December 1st when we opened our website and um started a business, I would already have thousands of people waiting for this product mm-hmm. and um and it would be much easier for us to sell. Yeah. 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 So that's my um big tip for any entrepreneur out there. If you have the idea, that's the time to start marketing. Not don't wait till you have a prototype or till till you completely flashed out um your product. In the ideation phase, start your Instagram, start your Facebook page, start a website with one single page and start collecting email addresses and um, let people follow you or, and sign up so that by the time you do the official launch, you already have a sizable audience waiting to buy your product. Love it. I love it. Well, Valentine Aseo, uh, the website is Matador meggings.com and uh you can go there and check out exactly again if there are superheroes among us this is exactly what they'd be wearing when they're out training (laughs) and uh, congratulations on your success i know you've gotten some great sales volume right i mean again even with uh you know in hindsight the uh, things that we'd wish we'd done differently uh you're off to an amazing amazing start so congratulations on that and um so Valentine, and anything else that someone should know? Uh, obviously, you've got uh, like uh, aside from the website, you've got a great Instagram following. Anything else? Yeah, I think um, one my fa- favorite part of my business, my job is customer feedback and seeing actual people Joe on the street wearing my product. So yep. we just started this Instagram account called. Bulls of Matador Meggings. Yep. It's written at Bulls of Matador Meggings. And um, I call our customers bulls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so basically on this Instagram account, you can see not professional models, but people like you and I wearing Love um, it. my product. UGC, my friend, u- yeah. user-generated content. Absolutely. Exactly. We should all be doing everything we can to encourage UGC. And that's absolutely brilliant what you're doing. I actually saw that account. So awesome. Valentine, thank you so much for joining us again. Matador Meggings at matadormeggings.com. Valentine Aseo, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Josh. It's been a pleasure. 
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.